All right. Hello, everyone. It's Eliza here. It's episode two of the Worry Diaries, um, my podcast series. And today we're going to be talking about the definitions of anxiety, um, because there are multiple definitions and we all sort of define it differently. It means something different to everyone. Uh, We're going to be talking also about this cycle of anxiety that I experience and I'm sure other people experience as well. We're going to talk a little bit about the, um, the idea of having an anxiety disorder versus just being worried, feeling worried. Um, there's a big difference there. And then we're also going to talk about some of, like, the history of, like, in the past stigmas and definitions of anxiety from our parents and grandparents. And, yeah, then we'll just talk about some general experiences and sharing time. So, yeah, hope you guys enjoy. Uh, This is Eliza. I introduced myself last time, so if you haven't listened to that, um, go listen to that first. And yeah, I'm going to try something new today. I'm actually going to start with um, talking about my highs and lows because I got this idea from actually Haley Pham, um, her podcast. It's called Call Me Candid. If you haven't checked it out yet, it's pretty cool. Um, they mostly, so it's her and another girl, Lily, um, and they mostly just talk about, like, sort of, like, sort of, like, feminism, religion, um, like, all sorts of things, really, like, they're both, like, they've married at, like, a young age, so they talk a lot about that, uh, yeah, it's just, like, a really inspiring, uh, podcast, so, yeah, that's Call Me Candid, and it's available on Spotify and wherever else you like to listen to podcasts, so, yeah, that's really cool. I sound like I'm, like, sponsored by them, I'm not, (laughs) by the way, that would be, like, pretty cool if I was, but, yeah, I, they do this in almost every one of their podcasts, um, so I decided that I would start off with that, and, like, maybe if you guys want to join in, that would be cool, too, just, like, either, like, say it out loud or just think of it for yourself, because I think it's, like, a really nice way to check in with yourself and, like, how you're feeling, um, and your mental state. So, probably a high for me right now would be I have another week off after Christmas, um, so I'm just really excited to like get some stuff done this week. I'm feeling like it's going to be a productive week for me, and yeah, I just, yeah, I want to do like some relaxing too, so I'm happy for that, happy to have that time. Oh, for me would be my great-grandma passed away on the evening of Christmas, so that was like too bad for my family, and we're all just like recovering from that right now. Um, but she was like 97 and she was not doing well for a while, so we kind of knew it was coming, but still hard no matter what. So, yeah, my thoughts and prayers have been going out to her recently. Yeah, if you were wondering, like, 
this podcast is going to be about mental health in general, but because, like, I personally have, like, have the most experience with anxiety, not saying that that is, like, all I feel, um, but, like, for me personally, that's what I am able to speak on the best, I feel like, so I'm going to be focusing on that, so, so, yeah, um, so I guess, like, for me, I obviously first went to a doctor about my anxiety, like, two years ago, which I said in the last podcast, and it took me a long time to, like, speak up about it, because, well, like, my family knew about it, and, like, I, like, I share a lot with them and stuff, and, like, it's not like they were blind to it. I think they just didn't, like, understand the depth of it, I guess. So, yeah, like, I, but that was, like, my fault. Like, I was struggling, like, internally with myself, and, yeah, I should have, I, like, wish I had gone to a doctor sooner now that I think of it. So, if you are ever considering, like, getting help or even just, like, talking to someone about it, like, please, please, please do because it literally changed my life. Like, after that day, I was like, yeah, this is real and this is happening and, like, my, it should be validated for you and it was validated for me. So, like, I hope that is the same case for you if it's not then that sucks and you need to find different help. Like there's so many like helplines out there. Like I was able to actually talk to like text with someone, like talk to someone on the phone. Like, and sometimes it's just like, that's just what you need. Like, even if it's not a doctor, like just to like vent. So yeah, I'll like put together, I should really put together like a list of resources and stuff. I'll do that. And then hopefully share it with you guys somehow. But, um, yeah, like there's so much stigma around mental health and yeah, like I get that it can be scary. Like, don't get me wrong, but seriously, just seek out help if you can. Um, so yeah, I guess I just want to talk about, I'm just looking at my notes. Um, yeah, like for me, it was like, I don't know if anyone else experiences this, but it's, like, the cycle. I I think of it as a cycle. Like, basically, I'll get anxious about something. Like, for example, like, oh, I'm going on a plane tomorrow. Like, I'm super anxious about that. So, yeah, I get anxious. And then I would, like, realize that I'm anxious. I'm getting anxious. And then I'd be like, oh, then I'd be anxious about me being anxious and then it would just like build and build and like return I'd go back to being anxious about the plane or whatever and then go back to being anxious about the feelings of anxiety so it's really just like finding that balance of like well if you're not if you go to the root of the problem and you're like okay I'm anxious about this plane like if you tell yourself, like, like, you really have to, like, unpack that 
And then if you find a way not to be anxious about that, then you won't be having those anxious feelings and thoughts. And then you won't have to be worried about feeling anxious. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Anyways, um, yeah, I wrote like the controversy. I'm not sure what I really meant by that, but yeah, I just wanted to talk about mainly like the difference between having an anxiety disorder and just being anxious. Like there's a huge difference and lots of people don't realize that. It's the same thing with depression, for example. Um, you, obviously everyone feels sad sometimes and everyone gets down and like if something happens to them, they're, yeah, going to be a little sad. But like feeling sad some days or having some bad days is totally different from suffering from depression. Like... I think, like, everyone, obviously everyone, has feelings of worry and feelings of anxiety. But when it literally takes over your whole life and, like, the way you act and feel, then I think what the, where that that's where it, like, draws the line. Like, if you're... I guess it's, like, different for everyone, but if it's, like impeding your function I think that's when it's like it's more of a like illness rather than just like a feeling so that's like just my opinion not saying that that's like 100% what you should think as well but um yeah that's my take on that um and I think like Part of the reason why my parents didn't, like, take me to a doctor sooner, like, because I suffered from, like, really bad separation anxiety when I was younger. Like, I couldn't go to kindergarten for the first three months without, like, having a tantrum and, like, not wanting to leave my mom. So that's probably where it first came up. And, like, it was so interesting to go to the doctor and, like, my doctor ask me and my mom about, like, my past and, like, is there, like, mental illness in the family? And, like, what was Eliza like when she was younger? And, like, all those factors, like, play into that. And I had no idea. Um, which is something, like, I really want to educate people about. Because that's really important to, like, look at your past. And look at those experiences and triggers. And, like, go to the root. Because that's often where it leads from. Um, so, yeah, I think, like... Anyways, a big part of why they didn't take me is because of the generational, like, opinions about mental illness. Like, my parents' generation were, like, the kind of, like, oh, like, you're stressed, you're worried. Like, oh, just shake it off. Like, you're fine. Like, just dust yourself off, get back up. Like, oh kind of like the, like the stiff upper lip kind of thing. But like, which is sad that they like had to live through that, of course. But I think now 
thankfully people are so much more open about it and so much there's so much more awareness I mean like there's not as much as I'd like there to be but we're still doing good in that area um but yeah I think that was like sort of the their mindset and like my grandparents as well same thing for them like because when they were younger, they would have never reached out for help or never, like, thought twice about, like, not being able to eat because they were so worried or, like, they would just think, oh, yeah, that's just, like, a feeling that happens to everyone. But when I realized that, like, it, my, what I was experiencing wasn't happening happening to everyone, like, this is not normal. It was almost, like, a relief to know that, like, this is not a normal way of life and there is something better and like I will get there. So yeah, that was like a really freeing moment for me, I think. Um, yeah, I think that was powerful and I, I want like other people to experience that for sure. Cause it's, it's super like, like the tables just totally turned for me. And I guess that was at the point where, like, after I had my doctor's appointment and, yeah, I just felt really, like, validated and heard and, yeah, it, it was just a, a really positive experience. I mean, I had an amazing doctor, um, too, so I, that probably helped and he was, like, a specialist um, in sort of psychiatric areas as well as just, a, like, general GP but um I just said general GP and I, I forgot that like GP stands for general practitioner so <laughs> I just said like general general anyway anyway um yeah the last thing I wanted to talk about was oh I guess I already talked about that um Yeah, I guess just, like, I learned about, like, the first time I went to counseling, and that was really good. Um, I learned about, like, what ruminating is, and if anybody doesn't know what ruminating is, it's, like, being in your own head and kind of, like, not, like, imagining things that aren't there, but, like, convincing yourself of things that, like, aren't going to happen or, like, constantly, like, obsessively worrying about something that, like, you shouldn't be worrying about and, like, you're in your own head and, like, it's hard for other people to bring you out of that because it's, like, you internally. Um, and then, yeah, just, like, realizing my obsessions and stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of my fears and worries were irrational and were, like, not realistic. And I realize that now. But when you're in that state of anxiety, it's, like, no nothing can, like, get through to you. Like, if somebody w were to just tell me, like, oh, like, you shouldn't worry about that, that's just not going to happen. Like, 
you like, even if you're like, you believe it, you like want to believe like, yeah, that's not going to happen. You, your brain like can't shut itself off. If that makes sense. Like, obviously I'm, I'm speaking from my own experience. And if this isn't your experience, like you're not weird or something like everybody experiences it differently. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to kind of talk about that and like, the way I like to look at anxiety is like, it's something that, yeah, like it's a part of me, but it doesn't define me. It's not like what I think about when I like want to tell people about myself. Um, and you shouldn't either like hold on to your anxiety, but like, like it is a part of you and it is like valid. I mean, like, Freaking like cavemen like needed anxiety if like a mountain lion was chasing them and that's what told them to run like that just like know that it is useful and it it can be a beautiful thing if you like treat it in the right way and yeah I guess I like to think of it as like let's like thinking about it as a garden. We'll do a little analogy here because like I love it when counselors do that and therapists like I've had a few who've done that and that just like is so beautiful to me. Um, so like a garden if you don't like take care of it and water it and give it fertilizer and sunlight and all of that stuff it's not going to grow right? So you can think about it like your mind and your body is the same thing like if you don't eat enough food that's healthy, like if you don't nourish your body and have enough water and rest and self-care and exercise and like all those important things in life, then of course like your garden's not going to grow, your body's and your mind is not going to be happy. So yeah, I just want to end on that note and be like, don't expect yourself to be not anxious and like in a perfect state if you're not taking care of yourself. So just a little reminder to look out for number one. Number one's you, by the way. And yeah, just, yeah, just take care of yourself and look out for yourself. And I'm just editing and listening to it again. And this part sounds like really selfish so I'm not meaning that at all like yeah you need to take care of yourself but there's also other people in your life that need your care and you need their care too so yeah definitely focus on them as well um I find like distracting yourself and surrounding yourself with people that you love is a really good way to help those anxious thoughts Anyways, I'm going to end it there because I'm tired, but um, I hope you guys all have a good day and a good week, and yeah, we'll see you next episode.